Milton's Musings presents T.S. Eliot's Old Possum's Book of Practical Cats, read to you by Protim Data. Growl Tiger's Last Stand. Growl Tiger was a bravo cat who travelled on a barge. In fact, he was the roughest cat that had ever roamed at large. From Gravesend up to Oxford, he pursued his evil aims, rejoicing in his title of the Terror of the Thames. His manners and appearance did not calculate to please. His coat was tone and seedy. He was baggy at the knees. One year was somewhat missing, no need to tell you why, and he scowled upon a hostile world from one forbidding eye. The cottagers of Rotherhith knew something of his fame. At Hammersmith and Putney people shuddered at his name. They'd fortify their hen house, lock up the silly goose, when the rumour ran along the shore. Growl tigers on the loose. What to the weak cannery that fluttered from its cage? What to the pampered Pekingese that faced growl tigers' rage? What to the bristly bandicoot that lurks on foreign ships? And what to any cat with whom growl tiger came to grips? But most to cats of foreign race, his hatred had been vowed. To cats of foreign name and race, no quarter was allowed. The Persian and the Siamese regarded him with fear, because it was a Siamese had mauled his missing ear. Now on a peaceful summer night, all nature seemed at play. The tender moon was shining bright, the barge at Molsinay. All in the balmy moonlight, it lay rocking on the tide, and Growl Tiger was disposed to show his sentimental side. His bucko mate, Grumbuskin, long since had disappeared, for to the bed at Hampton he had gone to wet his beard. And his bosun, tumbled Brutus, he too had stolen away. In the yard behind the lion, he was prowling for his prey. In the forepeak of the vessel, growled Tiger sate alone, concentrating his attention to the lady Criddle Bone. And his raffish crew were sleeping in their barrels and their bunks and the Siamese came creeping in the sampans and their chunks. Growl Tiger had no eye or ear for aught but Griddlebone, and the lady seems enraptured by his manly baritone. Disposed to relaxation and awaiting no surprise, but the moonlight shone reflected from a thousand bright blue eyes. And closer still, and closer the sampans circled round, and yet from all the enemy there was not heard a sound. The lovers sang their last duet, in danger of their lives, for the four was armed with toasting forks and cruel carving knives. Then Gilbert gave the signal to his fierce Mongolian horde. With a frightful burst of fireworks, the chinks they swarmed aboard. 
abandoning their sampans and their pullaways and chunks. They batten down the hatches and the crew within their bunks. Then Griddlebone, she gave a screech, for she was badly skeered. I'm sorry to admit it, but she quickly disappeared. She probably escaped with ease. I'm sure she was not drowned. But a serried ring of flashing steel, growled Tiger, did surround. The ruthless foe pressed forward in stubborn rank on rank. Crawl Tiger, to his vast surprise, was forced to walk the plank. He who a hundred victims had driven to the trap. At the end of all his crimes was forced to go curflip, curflop. Oh, there was a joy and wapping when the knees flew through the land. At Maidenhood and Henley there was taunting the strands. Rats were roasted whole at Brentford and at Victoria Dock. And a day of celebration was commanded in Bangkok. <laughs>